Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the comedy. Welcome to Constructing the Clubhouse, the comedy <laughs> podcast about building a comedy club in a pandemic in Barcelona, in Champla. Um, I am your host, Dr. Matthew Murtha. Joining me, of course, the wonderful John Ellis. Good to be here. Always good to have you, Jonathan. Uh, yeah, guys, this is uh, we've got a great episode coming up for you. We've got the wonderful basketball player, comedian, actor, model, all-around charismatic talent, Kobe. Uh, but first, and then we've got a lot of talk to talk about, actually. We've switched a to A lot nights. of updates, a lot of updates, a lot of exciting updates this Very week. Very exciting. Good news for the clubhouse Indeed. overall. However, we have, we have to have this word from our non-sponsor. That's right. This podcast is not sponsored by Burger King. Burger King, probably the worst fast food chain in the world. 100% of the people I surveyed would choose any other restaurant over Burger King. If you're mm-hmm. listening to this and want to know more about the product quality over at Burger King, just ask Van Miguel Hartless, who bit into a BK burger only to chew on a condom. Ugh. Yuck. Absolutely heartless. Burger King, it's like chewing on rubber. Sorry for the distraction, everybody. I would love it if we could just get straight into the mm-hmm. meat of the podcast. That's right. Uh, but Burger King is, uh, in terms of the companies that don't sponsor us, probably one of the biggest ones. Yeah, they definitely do not sponsor us. They absolutely don't. And and we're going to mention it every day until they do. Yeah, while they're not sponsoring us, I feel like we have no choice but to talk about them uh, on the podcast. Yeah. How uh, does a condom end up inside a hamburger? Who fucked a cow? Uh, I don't know. The only thing I know is that he didn't even realize until he finished the burger. He was like, actually tastes better than regular <laughs> burger, burger king. king. <laughs> All right. So what, uh, what's, what, just real quick uh, rundown, what shows have we got on this week at the clubhouse, Johnny? Boy? Uh, okay. Well, it's, it's Saturday. So I guess starting Monday, nothing on Monday, chilling on Monday. As always. Tuesday, Pro Comedians with Michael Rice, which sold out uh, last week. It was a week. fantastic show Amazing show that I wasn't part of. I got cut from the lineup. Uh, Yeah, I was supposed to be on it, but all those Berlin comedians, whatever. Well, you needed the day off. I took the day off. I was glad to take the day off. Uh, Wednesday, we've got Setlist, followed by The Magic Hour with Harris Fellman. Thursday. I don't know what's on Thursday. Uh, We haven't got anything. Oh, my gosh. That will change. That will change. We're going to put something on Thursday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Friday, we have Comedy Bomb Shelter with Dr. Matthew Merthyr. Possibly, unless I'm stuck in Romania. Hmm. Saturday. Certainly, certainly Harris Feldman will be there. Someone will be there. Uh, Dorothy Gong Wild on Saturday and Stand Up on Francais uh, earlier on. And then Sunday we have our regular uh, Sunday fun day in the afternoon. So Excellent. reasonably full week. We've got a couple of gaps to fill, but we'll do that uh, before yeah. you know it. Because guess what's different, Johnny Boy? We are allowed to open nights. Yeah! Yes! Oh, my God. So, oh, it's been such a great thing to be... N- <laughs> Open at night. Absolute blessing. Holy smokes. Last night. Tell us. Comedy bomb shelter Tell is, us. is the reason we... we uh, it all began. It really all began at comedy bomb shelter. Friday nights. So it was just a wild time in Barcelona at Pub Limerick that we now manage as the comedy clubhouse. And it really felt like it was back. It really felt like people were just having a good time. They oh, were laughing. We too many people in the bar again. It was as packed as we could possibly have had it, and people people were respectful and sort of stayed downstairs yeah. for the most part. Um, so we were okay, and literally everyone was breaking the rules last night, so <laughs> it was kind of okay. But it was uh, for me, it was a, just a great feeling. It, f- it felt like we were back. Uh, yeah, 
I mean, it was it was we so we we sold our maximum uh, twenty tickets. We had mm-hmm. eight comics in the green room, and then we had some peop- two groups of people come in off the street just because it looked like a good shout. Just come in and and we're hanging out and drinking, and then uh, the, the bar's reasonably famous for its pina colada shots, uh, which <laughs> usually get given away for free. Usually are free. These guys are like, they're so delicious, you want to start buying them. What they, a great table they were, though. The, the one girl was from Romania, and so she was impressed by our eye humor oh, uh, okay, cool. appearance. Yeah. Um, the other, the guy at that table was super cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they bought, each time they ordered shots, they ordered two at a time. Two, two shots per person, yeah, and they were just going round after round after round. Yeah, it was a, it was a jubilant mood yeah. in Barcelona last night, for sure. Yeah, so, and then nights have made our lives just a little bit easier, also. A little bit easier, yeah. We have, uh, the problem with opening 12 to 5 is that that is the prime hours for doing boring stuff in the middle of the day, and we were both putting off our other work and not doing it and doing it badly, Uh, so the fact that we don't have to open till 5 now is going to be kind of a a, a weight off our... An enormous blessing. Absolutely. And... We had a meeting with the owner. Ah, uh, yes. I was like, oh, what's next, John? <laughs> <laughs> I run this bar, too. <laughs> turns out everything's fine, right? Everything's well, basically... we got fun- a reprieve. I'd say we have a reprieve. Right. Everything's fine for now. We, we know that we're not getting shut down in the next three months, yeah. probably. Certainly, yeah. We're safe for the next three to six, and then possibly for years to come, she was teasing us with. Possibly, possibly afterwards. The thing was, and and oh, I, I love how confidential stuff in Spain is just not confidential at all because mm-hmm. our suppliers mm-hmm. should not have called us and we told spilled us. it. Well, and we spilled the dirt too. I mean, we, we keep it real here. Yeah, like yeah. there's there's no secrets. Absolutely, we talk about everything and anything here. Much on to this our podcast. detriment. And the, uh, so we're talking with Patty, the owner of the building, and. Uh, yeah, apparently she was totally planning on selling the license to some people that made her an offer that have come to the bar before, really liked the vibe, really liked what yeah. we were doing, uh, wanted to continue doing monologues there and wanted to buy the license and then potentially employ us as which, the bartenders or road show runners or, or whatever, uh, which is just bizarre. It's just a crazy... Yeah, I don't Way know if it was think. on last week's podcast or the week, I think it was the week before, but we, we were talking about how we heard from the distributor, somebody was trying to buy the license, mm-hmm. and in fact may have bought the license, which would have meant that we would have been kicked out in a month. And so we, we went to the source. We got to Patty, the owner, who, by the way, is trying to sell the entire building for $25 million. A cool 25 mil. So if you're, if you're looking through your couch and you happen to find 25 mil, uh, contact us. Because we would like to use I it. I would love to buy the building. Can you Wouldn't imagine that? that? If we had the whole building? Oh, we would get to live in there. We would have like a comedy condo. We could yeah. have uh, rooftop comedy. Uh, yeah. We'd have, yeah, glorious. We could we could put a fire pole going <laughs> all the way down the middle of the building and then straight onto the stage. So you could be in your apartment getting yeah. ready and then you just slide all the way down, straight boom, on stage, ready to go. That's how, that's John's preferred mode of travel. That's, uh, uh, yeah, fire poles and um, zip lines. Yeah. That's how I get around. So anyway, so like John was saying though, Patty, turns out Patty was very interested in this other group's offer who we don't know them, we, right? We, we still don't know who it is. No, we know uh, Fran- their names. Francesco. Federico, I think. One of those. 
Uh, some Italian. Yeah. yeah. Or Ro- she said it sounded Romanian. Could have been Romanian. I think the other one was like... Everything is coming up Romania right now. Solene or something like that. Um, they had weird names. We didn't know them. We don't know people of those names that have come by. Presumably they have, but they've chosen yeah. to remain anonymous to cover up their nefarious actions. But, you know, the narcissist that I am, I heard that these people wanted to buy the license because they thought it was such a great idea to have monologues. I'm like, yes, we yeah. were right. So anyway, but Patty says that she cannot sell the license because she's trying to sell the building, and everybody that's interested in the building also wants to buy that license. Right, and that gives me so much more reassurance because she's just basically said it's massively in her financial interest not to sell the license, which means she's not going to do it. Like We were worried about her being sort of Machiavellian the other day, and I I think probably like if she had had the opportunity to sell the license, she would have done it in a a heartbeat, you know? And she might not have given us a chance to counter-offer. That was was the worry, yeah? It seemed like maybe she was sort of thinking about just accepting it. Yeah. Uh, And she gave... uh, Patty's great. I'm in love with her. She's... uh, yeah, she's a firecracker. She's a, yeah. she's a strong lady. She must be fifty or sixty, but she's just gorgeous. Yeah, uh, really, yeah, charismatic, and just nice. takes no shit. Takes no shit. Yeah, we're a little scared of her and enamored at the same time. Yeah. I think. but so anyway, uh, she won't. She won't. She, we're in the building, and she's going to continue our contracts on a yearly basis. It seems mm-hmm. um, she can't sign anything long term, so it'll yeah. be short term, and that'd be great. Yeah, and so she said it, it may take a, f- a few years for her to sell the building, which I am praying for. Yeah, that seems like it'll be fine. And then she said that she would put in a good word with the new owners for us. Right, we'll, see, how that we'll see. I mean, if it's if it's too far in the future, we could still be thinking of other stuff. We could still be thinking of a bigger space. Yeah. Uh, there could be, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not convinced Limerick is the perfect size. But it's at the moment with what we're doing, it seems to be going so well. I, I, compared with yeah. last week, I've found this week to be just, yeah, just a weight off my chest a lot better. I'm feeling a lot more positive about the fact that Mike sold out his show on Tuesday was great. Yeah, that was a huge. That, that was, was a huge a big boost. relief because and it was a it was a killer vibe again on Tuesday. Of course, you know we didn't have very many guests for the the magic show Wednesday, but it's nice. It's not that it's nice when there's people in there. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. Did you have anything else? No, I think that's basically um, the summary. And we have been talking about uh, hiring a bartender as well, which yep. will take some more off our chest. Do you want to bitch about that? No, no, not bitch. I just, but I, I do want the people to know that we're, we're interested in hiring a bartender. Absolutely. You know? uh, um, I don't know if I want to hire any friends, though. Like anyone yeah. I know too well, that's the thing. I just think they don't, or they work hard for a week and then they don't, and then yeah. they're like, "Oh, I'm friends with the owners, so whatever." I just yeah. I don't think it works, and I don't think it works in terms of getting them to be super strict about people staying outside and certainly stuff. not your friends. So too. if you're not friends with me, feel free to apply. Yeah, if you're professional, if you have some bar experience, even perhaps bar management experience, if you can be mean and domineering and make yeah, basically what we need, we need somebody to be the. Uh, I don't know, the brass balls that we don't want to be with our friends. Because we have to kick everybody out at 11, right? Yeah. And we have to charge, really should be charging for every single drink that comes off the bar. I reckon we're you probably know? dropping about 25% of sales, 20% of sales just by not charging yeah. or forgetting to charge or not running yeah. it down or whatever. Which, we, you know, is okay. And I, I like building the atmosphere through that. Uh-huh. But like, 
also one day it would be nice not to lose we're gonna money have on to this. start yeah. we're gonna have to start making some money at, at some stage yeah. just some money not we're not gonna be making everything we can but we yeah. would like to not uh, just be hemorrhaging everything yeah so I, I just I wanted to let people see what the the two talk to John about list is um, just because I, I don't know maybe it's curious but like so I later after this after the podcast I want to talk to John about yeah who we want as bartender and mm-hmm. like what what do we want and so we just said that thinking about maybe moving the stage in that orientation that Hannah Becker suggested uh, which was uh stage on kind of the side on the left side. side wall yeah because while while the bomb shelter was fun and good last night it was also not as great as it could be and i am wondering i also i think the sound is a little bit mess and we need to call the the limiter guy let's yeah. just get legal on that so for folks it listening it was like 600 euro I'll I'll, I'll 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 do it then no i mean we can pay it like, yeah we'll pay it if you think it's important but yeah because it's it's good it's the next thing the police are going to come in for yeah and, and those fines right. are substantial huge fines no that i mean that's smart we, i think we're just going to have to suck it up and yeah. do that and get the place uh pest removed but the fact oh, yeah. that we're staying at least another few months means i don't now mind spending it. that kind of right thing you know right so we got to figure out the sound i want i want to dabble with the the side stage idea Mm-hmm. Because last night I was trying to like comics and and I just the way we have it set up now every time I poke my head in I think I'm distracting the audience from the the comedian and I just I, it might not be ideal. Yeah, I, I get the feeling as well. And maybe if we shifted around, people might be more willing to just get up and get drinks during the show or, or use the bathroom. Now you have to walk um, straight past the comedian. I but that's personally I, that's fine. I don't want them. Coming I don't mind in and people out. sort of locked in. Well, I don't know really. No, I'd, I'd rather them. St- we and then just general show quality. I need to to make sure that we're, we we yeah, the shows this the week. The bomb shelter was a mess. The the shows this week have been suffering um, mostly because we've just been trying to jam too many comedians on, and that was fine yeah. when we're like uh, doing it at another event promoted by somebody else, and it's yeah. just you want to get as much as you can out of the night. But we're trying to uh, build a sort of a longer term brand, and we just. Having 12 or 13 comedians yeah. is ridiculous. 10 comedians, absolute max, if they're doing five minutes each. For me, yeah. like, eight comedians is cool. Everyone can do a bit longer. and I like six. Four or six, six would be great. Or Yeah, even four. If, yeah, it's pretty good. But that means I'm going to have to start being picky about the comics I let on. And I do not want... You have to be the one making cutthroat decisions. Yeah, I know. I don't want that. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of it. It's a, a frustration, for sure. Yeah. Uh... I think that was on the all the the talking to do list. Okay, uh, let's well let's muck around with the d- different layouts of the room and see what we like. And potentially on Monday we can have a showrunners party okay. type thing, right? Because we don't have any shows no. on. Um, yeah, we have to talk about Mondays because I, I really do want to run a Monday mirth, Mike. Yeah, it just seems cool. That's fine. Seems right. Monday mirth. When will Matthew the joke on be? I wanted to do it on Mondays at. Um, eight o'clock i guess it doesn't have to be every week necessarily that's my new project i'm working on it's going to be called the ultimate jokemon master and it's going to be why not uh, thursdays could be thursdays thursdays well chris is going to have his find your funny course and it's going to be followed by marnie's show eventually okay but we can figure it out like we can (laughs) we'll make everything fit i'm just trying to get mondays to myself he wants them all by himself i shot them first I know. That's why I'm trying to move you to Thursday. It's a better night Thursday. It's a, really, you know. 
I could Mondays do Friday early. You know the Friday. Only... What about Friday before bomb shelter? I take that whenever you want. The, it's so dumb. The only reason why I want Monday is because I can call it Monday Mirth, and my name is Mirtha. Yeah, Mondays so is a kind of a crappy dumb. day. It's a sure. terrible day. Nobody goes out on a Monday. If I do do it Monday, I'm gonna have the Artist Way workshop before. Okay. Well, I'd be happy to do Friday six. Um, so that could work. Anyway, all right. I think you're gonna do a Jokemon show at Friday. All right. Well, and this is yeah. That's the updates. That's the updates. Uh, enjoy the interview. I yep. think it was a really good one. A lot of I think we laugh more in that interview than we have in oh, a lot of the other ones. It's, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's something. Um, if you're my mum, don't listen to the part about dating and stuff. Thanks. Yeah. And if you're John's first girlfriend, way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky no. lady. Yep. All right. So stay tuned for for Kobe. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to constructing the clubhouse—the only podcast about building a comedy club in a pandemic, right here in Barcelona. I am your host, Dr. Matthew John Murtha. Joining me is the just the scrumptious John Ellis. Yes, I've never been described as scrumptious before. That's uh, thank you for that. Man. Nobody's had it. the courage to tell you, but my God, you are just. But everyone's been whispering about how scrumptious yeah, I am. That's the number one topic. We honestly, have. feel sub scrumptious in comparison to our guest today. That's I feel right. like he overshines all of us in terms of scrumptiousness. Yes, indeed, scrumptiousness. Uh, Ugh, just one of the most like frustratingly scrumptious. Yeah, I think is fair to say. Talented, scrumptious. Sporty, athletic, smart, funny. Oh my god, what a dick! And that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> no, ladies and gentlemen, we're extraordinarily excited to have this guest today. I'd love to introduce to you our wonderful and talented friend, Kobe. Whole lot of gang shit. We in this bitch. Yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, it's this microphone in front of me. Is it's influencing my gangsterness? And it's so crazy. Uh, we actually call you John the Scrumptious Comedian. John yeah. the Scrumptious Comedian. Yeah, that's, what, that's what the, your name is in the group. John the Scrumptious. It sounds like it could be a, a king or a lord of, of some kind of land. You know, right. John the Scrumptious. <laughs> my man. Okay. Hey, thank you guys. I'm so happy to. The most popular you. monk. <laughs> John the, the Scrumptious. Scrumptious. Yeah. John the Scrumptious. Sounds like a monk. Kobe, man. Welcome back. You uh, you spent some time in the states. You're back here in Barcelona. You ready to hit it up big? Uh, yeah, and I had to. This is the first stop. I had to come to the comedy clubhouse, man. I love what you guys have done with the place. Got it right, man. You guys is like it's it's official now. Yeah, and it's we're happening. We're here in like the it's 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 like the comedy dungeon. Like I feel like so much stuff can go down here. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's so been, much suffering here in the comedy dungeon. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's been wild. We've had some amazing shows. It's been it's been super cool. It's consistently good shows. I don't think we've ever had a really a single show that bombed hard. You can think of no. any shows that have just like dropped. Um, That's because mm-hmm. level of comedy. He no, of course not. Brilliant. You yeah, guys leading the pack, and then all the other great comedians that we have, both here and visiting, is fucking top notch. People are so surprised. I was I was doing Luis's show the other day. I heard some people that were sitting in the front row in the end, but I heard them outside the show being like, "All right, let's go see some shitty comedy," because that's <laughs> what people expect when they're like, "I'm going to go see some comedy in Barcelona that's in English. It's obviously going to be crap." And then I'm Lies. like, "But like, welcome, welcome to the fold." You know, it's pretty phenomenal. We've got ten ish, really, really solid. Like, could be professional yeah. slash are professional comedians in town like, right now. Uh, and I feel lucky. I feel very lucky. Yeah. And here we are at the center of it all. Mm. Right. 
I like this the is the hub. This yeah. is the uh, the locus comedy hub. So, Kobe, what's up? I'm having you host the Dorothy Gong Wild show this Saturday, which I'm so stoked about. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy about it. But I hold on before before we jump into that. Can we just review Kobe's uh, career first? Ah, oh, we have time. Okay. Yeah, we don't have time to list it all. But like, all right, Kobe, <laughs> my man. Uh, Kind of ridiculously talented, yeah? Because you were a professional basketball player, um, actor, yeah? Mm, some modeling, I imagine. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, can me- com- oh, yeah. comedy. Yes. And do you rap? Ah, uh, man, I just uh, I just started dabbling in the uh I've seen him rap. rap. He rapped at my house. Really? Oh, yeah, shit. we had a rap oh, no. session with him and, and Morrison Miles. <laughs> we rapped it until one o'clock in the morning. It was uh, That's it was actually great. big facts, man. Wow. He wrapped over some fried chicken. Get some. <laughs> yeah, he came to my house and cooked the most that's amazing right. fried chicken. Big facts. Which, by the way, hey, you know that's right. I've I've had your pancakes. I I'm not too jealous. Um, um you probably shouldn't say it like that, but I do appreciate you. Yeah, that's the way that came <laughs> yeah, out. I've had my pancakes. Is not. Yeah. <laughs> How were those pancakes? They were great. Yes, you fucking right. They were great. You and s- I'm sure your fried chicken is great too. It and is I'm not way better sad, than the pancakes. You gotta slap on the pressure for the fried chicken. Though. Every week you gotta be like, "Where's the fried chicken at? What's yeah. going on?" Yeah. Hey, yeah. For the fact, because you because you you did say that we had fried chicken together. How long did it take for me to come over and make that fried chicken? How deep in our relationship? It was it was quite a while. It was, it was there was a hinchman early on that sort of got me salivating, mm-hmm. and then it was probably another few months. I would say before you finally came around. Big facts. And I had to earn your trust first. Yeah, but yeah. I wasn't even sure on the day that you were going to come. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, "Where's this fried chicken coming from?" So then I already had food, Big and then facts. you came and made fried chicken. I, like, really, I had chicken. to dig deep, man. But I'm I'm glad that I did because it was some of the best fried chicken I've had. Damn, that's a vibe, man. I appreciate yeah. that. All right, so comedy. You started what, like a year or two ago? Yeah, well, like in the in the actual physical time, it's been like oh. eight eight months of comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even really finish a year, but I started in 2019. And then uh, I started uh, like two months, uh, three months before the uh, before the comedy competition. Here, yeah. The funniest Ficker. Yeah, yeah. And uh, by the grace of God and uh, a lot of good people that I had around me uh, giving me some uh, good comedy knowledge, I was able to win that. And, uh, Knocked been, it out. Yeah. Been doing, uh, doing good since. Sick, man. All right. So now, now you're an accomplished comedian on on the Facts. up and up. Yep. <laughs> now we can talk about how obnoxious it is <laughs> that you do everything better than us. Yeah, oh. I think that's where we were going. Yeah, with well, this. for starters, it's obviously it's frustrating that you come along. You're like, ah, oh, I've just finished a professional basketball career. People want to sleep with me anyway, but also <laughs> I want to do comedy so that less people want to sleep with. Matt and me. Uh, yeah. That's that's kind of what's happened. And then after just two months, three months, something like that, you win the funniest Flickr competition, which is the, the funniest <laughs> person in Barcelona. That's Super crazy. talented. And then I've had you, so you're going to host the Gong Show this Saturday, which which I'm really looking forward to. But I was talking to Matt before about my frustration with this because I've had you host the Gong Show before at La Dorotea, oh, and you did such a good job that every other time, <clears throat> excuse me, every other time I, I went there, they were like, oh, are you hosting tonight or is it going to be Kobe? Oh, you know, I was like, relax. I'm a good host. Like, I, I can yeah, host. No, you, you're really I'm knocking not, out of the park, man. You're I'm really... not going to bring the same energy or the same. Uh, you're a much more natural host. You have a much more natural personality for, for that sort of thing. Thank uh, you. I appreciate that, brother. So I think uh, really looking forward to you doing Saturday, man. I think it's going to be. Yeah, man. I love the people, cool. man. I love to feed off of that energy. So when I get in there, I'm just like. 
Like, I, I like to go in unprepared and just kind of, like, fill the room and figure out, like, what it is to talk about. You know, sometimes you got to talk about, you know, like, you know, life and, you know, the pursuit of happiness. And sometimes you got to talk about sucking dick, you know? It's, <laughs> you never know. Hey, whatever it takes. That's like, what, you know, that's like what, whatever dick. it takes, you know? Uh, Every now and then you got to do it. I mean, not me personally, but, you know, I mean. But if you want to do it. Me, you wanna mean, do don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. He's like, if, if sucking dick's what it takes to succeed, then you should do it. But yeah. I don't need to because I'm good. Like, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, I don't have to. But, you know, I mean, I'm not knocking anybody. Look, I don't have there. to, all right? It's a choice. Yeah, for, for no. sure, for sure, for sure, you know? It's 2021, so, you know, live your life. Yeah. yeah. Love wins. So I, I had an idea, because for the gong show, I always want people that are quite assertive that are going to be more than willing to just, like, gong people off stage oh, yeah. and be able to deal with the comedian being like, oh, fuck That's you. That's the thing, I'm but super whatever. nice, but I'm, I'm going to be a motherfucker this time. Yeah, happy to be I'm going to fuck out of people. Because I want to set up the pay structure. So, so let's say you, you get a guaranteed 10 euros, mm-hmm. but then for every person you gong, you get an extra 5 euros. You get know? their 5 euros well, the, for so passing, they would, right? I think it's going to be they would get 10 euros, but if you gong them, you get 5 euros, Thanks. right? So I really want okay. you to gong, like, all the people, and then it's cheaper for me it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult though because you got some good comedians coming so yeah it's i'm right. sure i'm sure do you do you already have the theme for the for the special guest uh do we have a special guest? the special you're the yeah, special you guest guys, yeah i mean i'm the i'm the special guest host but there's always some like wacky uh, fucking characters we got that comes oh at, right yeah. oh, oh i see that. you're right you're explain right. you guys no, no, the no. structure for <laughs> your show the absolutely Kobe's, amazing no, special Kobe's guest right. I'll, I'll explain uh we for the gong show, we always used to have a, a special guest at the start that would go up and deliberately get gong. You didn't yeah. stop doing that shit, did I'm you? I've stopped doing that. Get the fuck out of here. I'm that was my favorite part. It. Yeah, this. Uh, I think probably just the host should tell a shitty joke and, and test that people <laughs> yeah. test that people are willing to write. But if it's like five minutes of someone being trash, it's just it's not as good. Maybe I don't like think. two minutes, you know. I, I yeah. like I like it because it's in the beginning. It's like it's like super ah, and then it well, gets to the point where it's right. It's right at the level of cringe where it's like okay, yeah. we gotta get this fuck out the fuck out of here. Well, look, you know? you're hosting Saturday. If you want to do it, then let's uh. do that. Let's just get Matt to go up and do some of his normal material <laughs> and then. <laughs> yeah, man, Kobe, did you hear this? Yeah, I got gonged last week. Didn't even get to the two minute mark. I got Damn. gonged during the safe, the safe the space. Safe space. <laughs> yeah. What did you talk about? Uh, I made a. Well, here's I. I yeah, well, well, here's the thing. But here's the thing. Yeah, I did this joke. Uh, I don't know if you you heard, but a study of three thousand human genomes found that the genes responsible for blonde hair and blue eyes are have been selected through generations of human evolution, right? And so this means one of two things. Either A... Gong! I would gong the fuck out of your face. I would gong you so fucking hard you would feel it in your balls. I would gong you so hard. Yeah, Sorry yeah, about that. So there you go. Know. There you go. That's nice, though. I, I mean, I, th- I bet that kills with the uh, scientists. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I love you. I love you. All right. Yeah. On to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, 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 I didn't get far. I didn't get far in that. In, in that gong and uh you know that that kind of spoils my question i was going to ask you how how tough you were going to be with the gong no oh, man I'm now gonna, we know yeah, i just got gonged on my own fucking podcast hey, i love you though and the stripes look good you it's look nice, fabulous right? fabulous thank you feeling a little, i'm feeling sprightly today hey you know every time uh we're, right here now we're uh well, my, my two counterparts are, are drinking a, a nice beer, and every time uh, my uh, every time Matt lifts up his cup, he's his pinky finger is high as fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm a classy man. Uh, you are, you are classy, super right? classy, man. That's right. I like that. 
I mean, like what that. kind of establishment do you think this is? This is huh? obviously some it's a fancy dive. No. Every Joe, Dick, and Harry. No, this is the comedy clubhouse. Joe, yeah, this Dick is also the Harry. VIP room that we're in. Right do you think now, anybody yeah. has a f- uh, three friends named Joe, Dick, and Harry? Uh, Joe, Dick, and Harry. John, Dick, and Harry. Well, that those are those are the names no, no. of my two balls and Tom, Dick, uh, and Harry. There we go. It's Tom, Dick, and Harry. Tom, Dick, and Harry. Okay, that's that's acceptable. Everybody it's, knows a Tom. Yeah, it's a saying from like the 1940s. Oh yeah. By the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't the, you see? This, this extensive knowledge. What kind of place do you think this is where every Tom, Dick, and Harry can come? Ah, come on, Bugsy. <laughs> yeah, people were called Bugsy back then as well. Yeah. You know, it's just they would call that to the, to the white guys or the black guys? Uh, the white guys. Oh, okay, they didn't cool. talk to the black guys back then. Uh, obviously. <laughs> don't worry, we didn't talk to you guys either. <laughs> yeah, you still don't. No. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I had a point to all that. I talk to I'm me. Sure. I don't know. All right, anyway, so you're excited for the gong show. What else you got cooking? Super excited. You were running shows here in Barcelona. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm actually. Right. I'm gonna get gonna get things started back up very very soon. I appreciate that plug right there. So yeah, Barcelona, yeah. Com- Barcelona, Barcelona Live. Comedy Live. Yeah, yeah. BCL. Um, we just started a. Well, we started doing shows. Uh, really, right when the pandemic was kind of lifting a little, and then yeah. we went to like a little cold phase. I took a trip back to America, went and saw the homies, and now I'm back. And in the next week. And a half, we'll be doing some more Barcelona Comedy Live. Yeah, sick, man. But same menu? It. Same, uh, yeah, we're going to be in Mangarosa. We're going to do it in a couple of different other places. Um, have some uh, some guest hosts and uh, a lot of cool shit. Comedy Clubhouse is a good <coughs> uh, Big fucking facts. We'll definitely be a Comedy Clubhouse. <laughs> we also have something else going on that's going to be really, really dope called Corona Venturas. Corona Venturas. Corona Venturas. Like all the fun things people did during coronavirus. Big like, fucking, the fact that you could read that from the name is just, it just shows, tip my hat to how intelligent you are. Yes. Thank you, man. That's exactly what we're doing. I on thought you were going to compliment interviews. yourself. You complimented me. No, man. no, no. <laughs> I would have definitely complimented myself. John's face I would have right been, like, been like, I wrote the best name for a show that even you can understand it. Uh, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so, yeah, now we're going to do on the street interviews and talk to people about their bread making experiences. And fucking on the balcony. Mm. What they uh, what they got up to? Playing music on the balcony, singing for the nurses. Oh, that was for the nurses. Uh, I remember or, that. Well, for the I was singing for the nurses. That's I nice. guess some people were singing for the doctors. Oh, during okay. during the lockdown, did you guys ever go out right at eight o'clock? You know, right when everybody started clapping and like leave the building and just like wave at everybody and pretending the applause was. For I think you? a lot of people were doing online comedy. Designed to finish just as the applause uh, was starting. That's facts. So really, I, I was in America where it was in North Carolina and we didn't have any restrictions. We just, you know. Yeah, just whatever. Just did whatever the fuck we wanted. Just yeah, whatever. mask, no mask. No rules down there. Yeah, we were out there high-fiving the fuck out of people. Uh, Kissing I'm, people on the mouth. Crazy, you know, a, f- a crazy fact. North Carolina was number 51 on the list for uh, state preparedness. What? 51 out of 51. Fif- 51. Out of 50. Yeah, of 50. exactly. We're only, there's only 50 fucking states Oh, in like Puerto Rico stuff. Puerto Rico <laughs> fucking beat us. And you know the thing is, it, it was for state preparedness. So whoever did that, whoever made that statistic was just like, yeah, let's just put it in there because fuck North Carolina. <laughs> I don't know if you can why. trust the t- statistics though if, if the guy that was making them didn't even know what the states were. You, you know, know he saw, think- what he was is he saw the statistic and he saw like, oh, Puerto Rico's beat North Carolina. That's yeah, so we should add that shit in there just to... Yeah, no, fuck North Carolina. If they Ouch. can't get their shit together to do yeah, better yeah. than Puerto Rico... Then... Hey, first off, let's not disrespect a great province of Puerto <laughs> territory. Rico, the great territory, which we... The which we Commonwealth. Yeah, there's a lot of beautiful women there. No, I, I know. It's a nice place. It's a good place. <laughs> 
All right. Don't want to cut out any any Puerto Rican. Yeah. Uh, I like Pitbull. All right. I like uh, was it Sean Sean Paul? N- I don't think either of them are Puerto Rican. I like the no. name of the country. I think it really? sounds like a rags to riches story. Know, Sean, you know? Sean Paul has got to be from Puerto Rico. He's not. He's just light skin with braids. It's, uh, it's the guy Pitbull is from from Puerto Rico. I said both of those uh, names. Did you say Pitbull? Yeah, he's. I'm pretty sure he's from Puerto Rico. I'm googling the fuck out of this. Don't right look now. it up. We don't need to embarrass me on the. Podcast. I like the name of the country as a whole because it I sounds like sense. a sort of a rags right, to riches the... story, you know, like Puerto Rico. Sorry. Yeah, the Puerto of Puerto. Rico, the rich and door. beautiful sun. You guys Juan at home Puerto are gonna get that. Rico. Uh, so you went back to the States recently, Kobe, mm-hmm. and I asked you, because you're kind of a man of mystery a little bit sometimes. You can be a little bit... How old are uh, you? First off, I'm never going to tell you guys that. You know, it's so funny to me that people are like, uh, you know, caught up in that. Yeah. People have come up to me. They're like, how old is Kobe? And I'll be like, 97. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't I thought age. someone knew. I don't know. It was a big mystery. You guys give me, um, you guys give me, give me your guesses and I'll tell you high or low. Can we do that a bunch of times? No, you just get one. I'm going to go with 29. Uh, I'll say 33. Low. 33 is low. No way. Both of you guys. We're both no low. Way. We're both low. So you're older than both of those. Yeah. I don't believe it. Oh, okay. okay. I don't believe that. All right. Cool, man. Yeah. So okay. you are. You're notoriously a man of mystery. People yeah, people talk always. about this often. Uh, when you're not around. When I asked you, you were like, I'm going back to the States. I was like, hey, do a show or whatever. You're like, oh, I'm going back to the States. Uh, I was like, what are you up to? And you're like, oh, I got some, I got some business. Big facts. And that was it. I didn't want to, I didn't want to ask anymore. I was, I was nervous, but are, are, you, are you able to expand? Cause I know you do so many different things. You have people working for you, you work with other people, you do facts. sponsorship deals. I mean, what is that? What do you mean by business? In that, so in that when I went back to America this past time, I had to take care of some stuff with some taxes. Um, I had to look at a couple of different properties. Um, I did two deals with some sponsorships. Uh, one for Power Hands. Uh, mm-hmm. Power Hands. Yeah, let's hear <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, let's, we, we do lots of sponsorships. Power Hands, train with purpose. Uh, and then I also uh, met with a couple different uh, clubs to what well, clubs I met with a couple different uh, teams to talk about doing some some summer camps so cool yeah, and then I also did a um, I did a commercial and a interview for a newspaper which was cool wow. yeah it's just you know a little basic you know back to America trip you know yeah that's what like, I do when I go back to the always States too. Here, right yeah, properties and casual commercial interviews. yeah do some sponsorship for a basketball brand yeah mm-hmm. And then see the mom, you know, you got to go back and surprise mom. We recorded a video as soon as I got home of me surprising my mom and it went viral. Oh, she didn't of know you were going to no, rock up? No, no. The secrecy but. thing is is everybody, you know. It's <laughs> Even no, mom doesn't like, get to know about Nobody those, fucking like. knows what I do <laughs> Even in my with life. Even your mom, you're yeah, a man of cool, yeah. So I popped up and uh, she, she went crazy and it was recorded and I went viral and got like a couple hundred thousand views. And now yeah. my brother's like, he's like on his way to like TikTok. Messiah? Yeah. He's oh, yeah. Really so your brother filmed that he's got his TikTok. Account that he yeah, does. he's doing really good. I think he's got like thirty thousand followers or some shit like. I that. gotta follow that kid. I gotta do. Oh, you got a TikTok? Uh, yeah, you're way too old to have a TikTok. I know, and that well, so I stopped using it, right? Because Thanks. I got I jump on there and I start everybody's watching. beautiful. Everybody's beautiful. Way too young, and like they're all shaking way their butt, and I'm like, I can't be watching this. Yeah, I you can't. Know, TikTok, beautiful young, shake your butt. No good, man. Yeah. How happy must pedophiles? Man, I they think they've got to be living I mean, their best I, I, life. I, it's probably not the best place to take this conversation, but yeah. this world is built for pedophiles to succeed. I think 
like, like to just live their best life in secrecy. I just you know. so this this famous guy, a uh, famous comedian from the seventies. I am I do, I can't I'm gonna forget his name, but he used to write or guest host for SNL all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he one of his famous sketches was Creepy Uncle Tom, and oh, he would come over to babysit, and it was clear that he was enjoying the kids, you know. And uh, that, so like it was brought up because like ooh would that sketch fly these days? Absolutely, absolutely not. not. But I was thinking about it. I was like that guy would be so happy in these because like these kids. Everybody's competing to be like kind of the sluttiest thing, this or that. Yeah. You know? You know what's super scary is OnlyFans, man. Yeah. That shit's scary. Yeah, anyone's And you welcome. know, like to put the shit in perspective, like that's why I'm like, and, and you know, I, I don't give my mom enough credit. She did a wonderful fucking job raising me. But <laughs> you know, I've never seen my mom, like when when she had me, she stopped drinking. I've never seen her drink, never seen her smoke, not never even seen her have a glass of wine. I've never seen my mom be a fan of anybody, you know? Like she likes yeah. the Dallas Cowboys a lot, but I've never seen her be a fan of one person. Yeah, yeah. And some people's moms have OnlyFans. I was wondering where, <laughs> how you, when you were going to get back to OnlyFans. Put that like, shit into fucking perspective, you know? Yeah. Like, People like that intimate connection, you know? Uh, Merrick is doing a joke about how he, like, he had a date with a girl, which is, he's got a date with a girl next week, which is great because it gives him something to wank over, you know? And it's like, <laughs> he can wank over porn, but this feels a bit more intimate. Right? More, that's like, fucking, no So that's what it is. People want to, like, know someone. But know. I will say the older that I get, the more creepier that I feel. Uh, yeah. It was like yeah. certain stuff Like my, my standard for women Is like super high And it's like You know There's certain things That I like Certain things that I don't like But as I get older I'm feeling The level of My standards uh, I don't not, not necessarily drop But I'm more I'm more susceptible to be attracted to specific features or qualities rather than the whole thing. Back then it was a total package thing, and now I might see some titties that I like, and I'm like, I like those titties. You just oh, you're good yeah. on just the titties. Everything else, ah, is like, man, like, and that's, that makes me feel horrible. You yeah. know, the conversation's still the same because I'm I, I like to be like an engaged person when I'm dealing yeah. with anybody of the opposite sex. I feel like we owe them that much, but uh, we owe them nothing. No, <laughs> Take from them everything <laughs> and leave them. Not. No, 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 Matt. Yeah, that's not, the that's... wrong message. <laughs> yeah. but, to uh, all of our wonderful female viewers. But that's but that's fucked up. I think I think it's fucked up. Um, it's it's strange because I'm the I think that I'm the opposite. Yeah. When I was a younger man, like even seeing one boob, just one boob, mm-hmm. I would be like, wow. Yeah. And now now. I see, that's oh, you used di- to watch a three-hour movie just for one boob, right? Yes. Like your friend would tell you about Final see, Final Destination One, and you'd be like, so. uh, "Okay, nice." But the thing is, is like, is did you? I think even I had that obviously, but I appreciated that boob. You know, it wasn't I, like I, it wasn't like a pervy thing. It was like, oh shit, that's a boob. I remember touching a, a boob on the bus. Me and my uh, one of my good friends, Cameron, uh, this nice young lady. Uh, she happened to actually be from uh, North Carolina when I was living in Washington. I could have told you that. She was telling us. She was like, oh man, black and miles are so expensive here, and we didn't know what the fuck a black and mile was because we didn't smoke. But she was like, man, in America you can get them two for a dollar, and it was like, okay, it was, that was like her slogan. Yeah. In America, you can get black and miles two for a dollar. But she showed us her breast on the bus. Long story short, hey, cool. and they were wow, top notch breasts. They yeah. were fucking beautiful. And I remember me and him both touched the breast. And I remember very specifically. Wait, she let her, you touch as well? Yeah, yeah, she let oh us touch God. the boob. I don't, I don't it's remember the most how we clinical got there. Clinical sounding hey, thing. Shit happened, man. 
with the word boob in it that I've it ever. It is heard. what it is. It's like so I we, believe it, but I can't imagine it ever happening to oh, me. Oh man! And we were like, we were. I have right jokes about how this doesn't happen. Too. <laughs> I have like a half hour material and not touching. Boobs. Shit was shit was crazy. So we got to touch it. So we grabbed the boob. You know, nice. I grabbed one. He grabbed the other. We looked at each other <laughs> with our hands I like on how the boobs. It was a team effort. That's awesome. You know when you when you're touching a boob at a young age, like the girls always they always do the same thing. They're like they're like ah, oh, it's just a boob. Like don't worry. And the guys like. Like, no, no, no. Meanwhile, clouds part, a light shines down from the <laughs> heavens, and angels sing. Like, now it's your time to touch the boob. So we touch it, and I remember very specifically putting my pinky finger up because, you know, I'm, I'm a fancy bitch. <laughs> and, and, poking, and poking her nipple and with the, with the pinky finger. So then we do that. You know, she giggles. We laugh, laugh or whatever. We ended up getting off the bus. And so I, I get to with my friend Cameron. You know, your, your friend, you don't live in the same place. So you, we didn't get to talk to the next morning on the bus. Yeah. And he was like, man, you touched it with the pinky, bro. I should have thought of that shit, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you had the best move. Yeah, like, like I don't, and, and I'll be honest with you. I was like, it didn't really feel anything better. But he was like, yeah, man, but you just look sophisticated. <laughs> Oh, sometimes I'll have flashbacks to like sort of sex advice I got from friends when I was 15 and I'm yeah. like, oh, well, that's how you do it, you know? And I'm like, it was a 15-year-old telling me, and now I'm 29 and I still listen to that shit. The exact like, same thing. What was the, um, tell me about one of the, the crazy first sexual experiences that you had. This is a comedy podcast, this fellas. Is a comedy, this is a comedy podcast. Yeah, so it's I, funny. I know it's going to be funny. It's not funny? Come is, on. That is funny. I want to hear it. I got a. I, I went to the movies with a girl. Nice. Uh, yeah, she was cool. She was um, she's called Becca. I had to ca- catch the ferry across into town. Super nervous. Didn't even know how to say words. You know, that was okay. that was me with girls for like five years after. This I is what age? I would have been fourteen. That's a great 15. age. So we'd been going over to town and getting like homeless people to buy us beer, and we'd do that, and then we'd like <laughs> hang out in a park. So I met this girl at a park, and then we were gonna go on a date, and we went to the movies. We saw Shrek three. Facts. Um, yeah, and she she was super into it. She put my hand down her top, so I got to feel her boobs wow, in the movie nice. theater. And a boob in the movie theater. Uh, she wow. cheekily sort of rubbed me down my pants a little, and it was a big moment for me. Big facts. Yeah. yeah Did you come? <laughs> Did you come? Oh. You uh, came, motherfucker! Yeah, wow. Uh, going back to comedy, man. John's um, so fucking red right now. You guys should see him. Yeah, this is and not, for some strange reason, Matt's red too. I feel like you've that's envy. To that's just me. pure some envy. Questions for you, motherfucker. <laughs> Talk to me, baby. I don't think I don't think a lady touched my bits until I was in college. No, you're lying. I really uh no Christmas. You got this like 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 sexy like badass scientist thing going on and the oh, mustache. Man. It's like you're the only person with a mustache like that that I trust. So oh, I know you. I know you out there. I know you were fucking. You were out there. Were you fucking young? No. No. Absolutely not. When did no. you lose your virginity? Uh, nineteen. Damn, 20? I lost mine in like twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, crazy. You were you were a good boy though. Yeah, yeah. I just I just I, I used to not lie to you not I used to get women butt naked and I wouldn't have sex with them. This is the first Cruel. time I've ever been in a charismatic group of guys and lost my virginity sooner than them. Ah. I was I was eighteen. I was eight, almost nineteen. All right, that's a vibe. This is a good. This is we got a good thing going. We'll find out what the the lady listeners think. This is a good vibe. That whole boob conversation. It sounded like a bunch of fourteen year olds. Yeah, uh, we Boy, were. Then I touched a boob. We were in high school. It was it was eighth grade to ninth grade. So yeah, we were we were right there. Nice. Um... A hundred percent. This is the shit I love to talk about. <laughs> I want to, and I have Kobe. I have so many stories from the just the last two days of mm-hmm. me getting shot down. 
Shot down. Shot down by ladies. They, 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 uh, the other day I was walking from one show to the other with this girl, and she's like, just so you know, nothing's going to happen. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even, I hadn't even gotten to think about if it, what? It's and like, she wanted to hang out with you. So as we were leaving the bar, yeah. we both had to leave, and, and she was like, what she are you like, guys you up go? to? I was like, I'm going home. He was like. Come walk my dog if you want, but like you don't have to. Oh wait, he invited her. He invited yeah. her to walk his dog, and mm, she like took the took the initiative to be like, just so you know, I'm not gonna fuck. That's you. tough though because you can't. You that's a, that's an intimate thing to do, you know. It's uh, the dog invites, walking. Yeah, invite no. somebody to walk the dog. I don't, yeah, maybe I don't not have for you. I don't have boundaries. Oh, okay, there it is. There it is. But I, I do, there's this like homeless guy fight. in the park that I go to, <laughs> who a I'm completely jealous of because apparently he's twice the man I'll ever be. Thanks. But like uh, B, he's really good with the boo, right? He's really good with my dog. And so the other day I was like, oh, he could take my dog. Uh, you know, oh, I'll just give him a spare key to my flat, and he can take the dog whenever. And then I had to have that voice in my head be like, Matt, what the don't fuck? give the man who sleeps in the park keys to your house. To come and go whenever he wants. The just, fact that you let him play with your dog is enough. That is fucking. And I, you know, I'd what? be like, get out of here, you, <laughs> you fucking. It's whoever you are. You're just not very nice. Sergi, right? Okay, okay, that's there it is. You guys are on first name basis. Yeah, we are. We're, we're close. We're good. <laughs> okay. No, but my fucking dog loves him so much, and he treats. He's so rough with her. He treats her all like. And I, I just, it, it's crazy. It's a crazy, I feel emasculated. Super weird, man. It is weird. It's weird completely shit, bro. weird. I'm not going to lie to you. I, fuck, I mean, it's cool, you know, live your life. But You got to meet this guy. He's like, no, he's kind of, no. no, he's super charismatic. Everybody in the park loves him. Yeah. So like all you know, the hot loves, dog girls. He loves drugs because he's homeless. Yeah, I, know. I hate to be that guy. Who doesn't love drugs, man? That's why they're so addictive. Hey, yeah, right. But there's so much to the point where you don't have a fucking place to stay. So right? I, I'm not, I, I want to talk, talk to him though, because okay. he... Never seen. He doesn't seem like the meth type, right? I've never seen him. I didn't even think about that. No meth, no heroin. I think. Oh, but you, oh, you know what? The thing is, in Barcelona, a lot of people are just homeless because you don't need to have a house here. Yeah. You can just some homeless people. You see them on the beach with like a full poster bed and the exactly. most gorgeous view. I'm like, damn, they're doing well for themselves. These, these people up that live up on Mount Juic, they get tents and they have a whole campsite. Like, yes, yeah, they're, they're kind of. I don't. I don't consider that homeless. Yeah, because you yeah. have technically you have a home. You're yeah. in like an intercommunal living Facts. situation. And like six months really out of nice. the year, you're living better than people in flats because it's hot as fuck in the flat, and there's no central area. Like all the people who live in Barcelona, yeah. they wish they were homeless. Yeah. So yeah. today though, For or sure. today or yesterday, when I saw him, uh, you know, I'm jealous of this guy because he he makes friends with all the the. Beautiful with ladies dogs. with dogs, yeah. Oh, nice. He, I, I, they're always talking to him, and I don't speak Spanish well, so I can't talk to the girls or anything. So I'm like, oh, fuck you, Sergi. How long have you been here? Uh, too long. But today, today <laughs> I go walking by. I was like, hey, how's it going, buddy? He's like, oh, it's terrible. I was like, why? He's like, because it rained last night. My tent is all wet. And I was like, yeah, fuck you. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, you're like, took like a vindictive, like, <laughs> everything hey, I said was just yeah. superseded by that. That's fucked up, man. Uh, <laughs> Wow, These are the funny. petty. I've got so many petty insecurities, buddy. They like that sometimes. There's a lot of pettiness on this podcast. That's what we try yeah. and get across to our, it's our the listeners. Petty, it's and the to petty cast. What? Uh, yeah. So what happened with the with the girl? Oh, uh, nothing. I mean, nothing. Well, by the end of the night, though, she's like, "Well, you know, if you if you ever did make a move on me, Facts. you could do da da da." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "I'll be." I would tell you mm-hmm. sometimes that's it's really weird, man. It's, it's somebody should really do a study about this, but uh, that sometimes a woman a woman will go out of her way to let you know what will not happen because she wants to plant the seed for a tree of something that will grow into what she's, will happen. Yeah, she's I don't want no trees. I don't want a tree. I want I want to eat the nut. 
I want to eat the whoa, seed. Whoa, all right, this, all right, this doesn't is, sound right. Wait, time out. Zach, cut that. Yo, right, I'm not no, eating it, any seed. Right, he's got a point you can, here. Can you it, eat makes, yourself? it makes total sense, but. No, he's not going to explain anything to me about eating nut. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, said it was 2021, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not. Wait, we're gonna have to wait for like at least 2022 to start uh, saying shit uh, like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Lord forgive me. I was lying. It's, it's only 2021, like, man. Chill like, out. It's not 2025. It's 2021. <laughs> hey, um, can we do that? Can you like can you run that shit back so we can hear it again? Gonna, <laughs> he's gonna edit make... this later, right? Yeah, run that back so just we so we know. We're gonna clip it, right? We're gonna yeah, clip, that, clip that. Matt wanting to eat not. Yeah, send that to me so I can use it on TikTok. Yeah, no worries. Nice. Man. Anyway. What it, comedy? Wait, we're gonna I got talk some, about I jokes. Got some yeah, let's do that. I got some comedy. No, but we gotta wrap up here comedy in a couple minutes. Stuff. Actually, yeah. let me do yeah. one, okay? okay. Because uh, wow, I, I've talked to you before. I've met with you before, and you have this idea that like anything you believe, mm-hmm. you can turn into reality. You have yeah. this like this is sort of a manifest destiny type thing, like like Jim Carrey had when he wrote himself the ten million dollar check or whatever it was. Uh, and I've met with you here actually before we owned the place before it was the comedy clubhouse and I've met I guess friends of you yours that were kind of like prosperity gospel type yes, people. people yeah. I know at the same time you're kind of you're you're religious, you're wearing a t shirt right now that says that says God. Yeah. Uh so I know it's kind of a weird question. I know it's a wild change of topic. Not talk to me. Uh but I'd love to know how that fits into into your life. How you go like when you decide you want to do comedy, are you are you thinking if I believe that I can do it enough, it will happen that I can do it? Or or how do you approach something as new as comedy? Because you've just switched to comedy quite recently from being wildly successful at it's something a, else. It's the question where does he draw his confidence? Where does he draw his confidence? Or, or have whether, you met him? Whether he's his, never failed at anything in his entire fucking life. No, I guess the question is whether his confidence <laughs> yeah, is no, what shit, he is good to you. is driving his success. <laughs> oh, or whether okay, you're yeah, like yeah. forcing the not forcing the confidence. Whether uh, whether the confidence is necessary for success or, or what? I think how you that, which came that. first. I think what it what it comes down to is knowing yourself. I think that's the the main thing in it, mm-hmm. and. Um, I have a very good knowledge of who I am, what my strengths, my weaknesses are. And then I identify that for a lot of people, this whole conversation of God is like, like I might do some amazing shit. And then I'm like, uh, somebody asked me about the amazing shit I did. And I'm like, yeah, man, God is good. And they're like, God's not good. You did that. And yeah, I'm like, like, I just said that. Yeah. Boom. There it is. So <laughs> my, my thing is like, I know what I'm capable of because I know who I am. Yeah. And I know when I receive help because I know what I'm capable of. And Wait, then, are you God? Psh, I am not God. There is only one checking. true and living God, but I do believe, and this is going to be some mind blowing shit for people. Uh, I do believe that I am a God. And so when God created man, he said, he grabbed dust from the earth and then he blew into the dust and man was created. Right. Anytime you blow, it's like you spit. Right. And so my concept and my my reality of this is when God created us, some of his DNA came in with us. And so that's that's why I think that the whole concept of your spirit, this concept of when you're young, when you know what's wrong, and you know, what's right, that is for me is the God that's within you. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just try to manifest that. And I think that my connection with God and and everything that I do is me as an artist. I think a God is an artist. Somebody that creates is, is a God. So whether it's playing basketball or 
or talking to women or fucking doing science <laughs> or doing doing science. Doing yeah, like I fucking, God, man. yeah, I think I think that I think science is is the um, is the proof of God rather than the separation between whether there is a God or right. whether there isn't. I think because because you know every every scientist knows that up until a certain point theories they can't be explained. It gets to a certain point where a theory is faith. All it is all is right. something that you believe in that yeah. you that you don't know one hundred percent, but you believe and you have all this other stuff. And I think God's big like, like, cause my God's a funny guy. His his big like, you know, send off. His big like, is everything. If everything that was created was created from God, then anything that is found or anything that is traced is found from God. So. If I'm God and I say, hey, y'all, uh, I'm God and I created every fucking thing. And then you say, okay, cool. And then he says, you guys believe in me? And everybody's like, yeah, we believe in you. And he's like, well, what about these dinosaur bones? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, no, we still believe in you. And some people are like, nah, fuck that. I believe in the dinosaurs. Yeah. God's like, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. But let me just let you know, I'm God, okay? Yeah, yeah. So well, with religion, there's a huge difference between, I guess, like what's what's uh true and what's real right for so sure, you might sure. be trying to find what's true you might be like if you're sitting there with your life digging up dinosaur bones and be like ah this proves that this doesn't exist great good luck to you good in life fucking do it bro. congratulations but if you go about your life and you say like i think god uh is real and is potentially judging me or whatever then you even if it's not true it's you're motivated to live a more accountable more real for life sure, and then sure. that's what you focus on it's the same that you mentioned just before like treating yourself as a god like Big worshiping facts. yourself in terms of like who you are and giving yourself the respect that you deserve to give yourself the most chance of, of succeeding so I for feel sure like for sure a, a lot of and the shit is, is is super crazy because with that when you do give the respect to yourself and your divine connection to god it allows you to be in a state of i think um what's the word uh where you're enlightened in a state of enlightenment yeah, when elevated you're able to yeah when you're able to do and create things because i'll be damned you look at a cell phone the shit doesn't make any sense it's a fucking box that has a secret uh fucking imaginary line that connects to other imaginary lines that allow you to talk to people on the other side of the world if a god didn't create that then you know like like what the fuck and I don't know. I think that's God so didn't that's, make that. Samsung did, right? <laughs> Isn't that just Chinese for God? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. That's what they say, right? Yeah, Samsung. Right. Samsung. <laughs> we have to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. Let's wrap it up. But it was I, a I, roller coaster. I, I think by we the know. Way. Yeah, we were all over the place. A lot of dating sex stuff, and then I yeah. twisted it at the end. Well, you know, Kobe walks in a room, and the testosterone level goes. Everyone in the room has to be like, "I get laid too," you know. No, I, I, yeah. It's all these skinny jeans in here. That's what it is. You know, these aren't meant to be skinny jeans, Kobe. Man, you need to be doing some squats. I know. See, you got to stop letting other people walk your dog. You got to start walking. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, shout out to Sergi, who will never listen to this podcast. How's how's Sergi looking, pants? Trick question, motherfucker. <laughs> you about to answer? I was like, well, he, you know, his butt doesn't. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So too fucking good. good. All right, so no. what's 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 next on the list? What what are the viewers looking for? Uh, the well, they session? all want to know how to find you on social media. Oh, so yeah. if you could if you could tell them your Instagram, your Twitter, whatever it is. Facts. So you can find me on Instagram at at splashy s p l a s h y underscore k w e e splashy Quee on Instagram and on Twitter. I don't really get on Twitter a lot. 
Um, I didn't know you were on Twitter. No, yeah, you know, I'm on it, but, you know, I'm not really on it. Instagram, you know? you've got a clothing brand, Splashy, oh, yeah. Splashy, Splashy the, wave. the Wave. There it is, man. I love this guy. See, that's, those are those are real people that if they support you like that and they know your shit, you know? So ask your friends if they know your shit. So, yeah, you Don't guys look can at me, me when you compliment John. Judgment. Yeah. Just yeah, twist yeah, no, the it's, knife. It's, it's, you're so red. So the thing, that's the yeah. thing, is it's just like you're. You're you're attracting my attention over there, but yeah. So you guys can find me at Splashy underscore Quee or Splashy the Wave, my clothing brand, um, on on YouTube and and uh, keep an eye out for Barcelona Comedy Live. Yeah. Barcelona Comedy Live, man, it's be blowing Plug up here in a shit, bit. baby. Yeah. yeah, or any show here. Hopefully, hopefully you, you sometimes you'll disappear for a little while, but you come you come back yeah, this week. Back, you're gonna be performing Digi a lot man. this coming week. Coming back hard, man. This is this Digi week is, is crazy, and I got a. Little competition coming up as well. Oh, yeah. So, nice. Yeah, so, Saturday boy. So Saturday things boy. are good. Thank you guys so much for allowing me to be here. All right. Thank you for joining. Uh, as always, this has been the comedy, constructing the clubhouse comedy podcast. <laughs> constructing the clubhouse. I've, yeah, I've, I've got these lines memorized. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, review. Like the fuck out of that shit. Yeah. On phone now. But Listen yeah. to him. He's so much more convincing than Matt. <laughs> like our podcast, please, if you can, maybe. We should take a picture of like you right now. Because I'm, I'm, like, I'm so shrunk. Like, yeah, if you guys could just, you know, just like it. If you're not yeah. doing anything and yeah, you like our podcast and maybe you wanted to help a little bit little and bit. you had the time and I will give you, you five euros. Come on, and walk, walk my dog. Walk my dog. <laughs> yeah. Show me how to be a man and walk my dog. All right. Thanks. Uh, yes, so anyway, that has been Constructing the, the Clubhouse. I've been your host, Dr. Matthew Murphy. John? I've been, I've been John Ellis. Guys, thanks a lot. Shout out, Puerto Rico. <laughs> hey.